Black Lives Matter. Support the NAACP, the ACLU, The Bail Bond Project, and podcastsincolor.com. There are links in today's show notes for just some of the ways you can stand up for your fellow human beings. Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Pop, the show where we try to understand the present while living in the past. My name is Tim Blevins. And I am Bob Canning. Tim, I love part ones. Do you like part ones? Like when Uh, you see that something is a part one, does that excite you because it's like, wow, that means there's going to be a part two? It can. Yeah, I think so. Like I do. Um, sure. Yes. Yeah. Sure do. Well, you bet. Hot shots I, part de, uh, part one. <laughs> so much better than hot shots part duh. No. But see, part... let's take that. Like hot shots. Fine. Okay. Great. There's hot shots. In the movie. If if it's if it was called hot shots part one, the first time it came out. Hubris. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be excited? Hubris. A little bit. A little bit excited to know like wow this is they've got something big planned. Um. I I think it's yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Hot Shots I, I is a bad example. I think if I saw something that was called, you're right, it's a weird example because if I, yes, that's true, but then if I, going off of experience anyway, so maybe this is hindsight, if I saw something called Hot Shots Part Do, I would not be excited for that. Yeah. I think it works better with episodic yeah. television. Yeah. To have like a part, a part Cause, cause, one. Yeah, because I've been, I've been binging um, with my daughters uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. I've all. seen a little. Bit. I've seen more of Korra, the follow-up. Uh, see, I haven't seen any of that. I, s- I had seen a little bit of the Airbender, but we really we're digging it. And um, when the episode starts, it has the title, and when it has a part one, I'm like, oh, awesome, because it just means it's going to be a bigger, bigger episode, a little bit bigger episode. Oh, so you like that? You like something bigger than the estimated half hour? Yeah, Paul, well, I like program. the anticipation. Of knowing that this is something more. Which I think this episode of 20th Century Pop is a part one. Which is why I'm bringing this all up. You think this is a part one of a two-part episode, topic-wise? Well, I know that it is. Well, you know it is. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. The, the listener, I don't know how it's going to be titled. But yeah, let's say it is. So you'd be excited if you came to something you come yes. to on a I think right regular here, basis. Right, right at this moment, we are discussing, and I think we've decided when you post this, you should put part one Okay. Um, for, for this. So, so people know that they've got to come back for part two. That's why. I mean, let's, if that's the case, maybe I'll start numbering every episode part one because it'd be nice <laughs> would, uh, for people a- to come back. But 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 you you oh, so good point. You're you're talking about the topic of today and the topic of next week. What for those who are mistakenly listening to this without having checked the the show notes for the title of the episode? What is today's topic? Uh, today we are going to talk about a couple movies each of of the movies we have seen the most. Yes. Well, and here's here's the other caveat that I added to it. The other it had what? To, uh, I'm, you, did you ask what I said? I I was asked. I was just asking how you said it. What's oh yeah the the, the caveat that I've caveat? added. Caveat. 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 Am I not using that term correctly? Is it caveat? Caveat. The uh, caveat. some ad- additional restriction to what we're discussing. I guess. Yes. No. I know what it means. I just okay. is it the the a. I don't know if it was a harder or softer caveat versus caveat. Yeah, I grew up in upstate New York, so I do have a weird A accent. 
And I'm thinking of those fish eggs. That's yeah. why I'm doing that. Well, that ends with an R. Caviar. caviar. So ca- the one one caviar is. <laughs> what was the What was it that you the had ca- for the this? caveat? It had to be um, a movie from the 20th century, obviously. Well, yes, that's but that's a given, I though. included post 20th century in my viewing calculations. As did I. I okay. think that's fair. See, As so did that's, I. That's how I did it. So there may be something post 2000 that might edge up into the top five, maybe oh, even the top two. I see two. what you're saying. Okay. But I left yeah. those out. So yeah, I guess these are kind of movies from our childhood that we've seen the most. Yeah. Is, that, is it best to say it like that? I guess so. Although, you know, we were into our college years by the end of the 20th century. We're so. in our 40s now. I think that's our childhood. Right. I, I don't know. I don't think of my 20s as my childhood. I do. I think of your 20s as your childhood. Oh, well, thank you. I No, wait, that doesn't sound... That's a great compliment. Yeah, so um, so these are movies. And, and yeah, I guess I'll explain how I calculate it in a minute. Before we jump in, I guess, and I know for me the answer is yes, do you tend to watch a lot of movies more than once? Um. Yes. Um. Not so much now, but certainly, certainly... In my childhood. So like in your college years. Yeah. I had to whittle it down and really get to the nitty gritty of, of which ones I saw the most because there were a lot that I did see repeatedly. But you were able to figure out two that you think are the two you've seen the most. Yes. I have figured out that this these two must be the two I've seen the most. There might be a third in there that I haven't done the correct calculations for. Okay. But it's these two for sure. Well, if it's calculations you want, yeah, why don't I start? Because I yeah. love the math on this. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm really – you said that you thought it was one movie, but you've corrected yourself because of your math. What math did you use? And I don't have an exact number. I think it's impossible to, to, to have an exact sure. number because I don't know if a viewing means from start to finish or if a viewing means a good portion of it or whatever. But the movie that I think I've seen the most in my entire existence, through my entire life, through all the things I've ever watched or seen. This is number one. This would be the movie. Yeah, this is the movie. And I can say with confidence that this is what I've seen the most out of every film I've watched. It came out in 1986. came out uh, in August of, uh, of 1986. The movie that I've seen the most, and I saw it when it was in the theater, which was very exciting. Um, and then for a while, every week after that, was the animated film, The Transformers... The movie. Laserbeak returns, Megatron. Welcome, Laserbeak. Unlike some of my other warriors, you never fail me. Soundwave, play back Laserbeak's findings. As you command, Megatron. I want you to make a special run to Autobot City on Earth. But Listen, Ironhide, we don't have enough energon cubes to power a full-scale assault. Ready the shuttle for launch. Now, all we need is a little energon and a lot of luck. More than you imagine, Optimus Prime. I used to watch this film every week. Wow. Through middle school. And, and into high school. I'd watch it when I was sick. I'd show it to any friend who came over. I, I remember I, I started writing a longhand novelization of it in longhand of myself. I remember copying down the entire closing credits. I just fucking loved it. Wow. It continued and stayed this thrilling thing to view, even as friends' opinions changed back and forth. Like, did, did we ever watch it together? Do you remember watching it with me? I 
yes, I must have watched it with you. Yes, because I hadn't watched it. I did not see it in the theater. I knew it existed. I think at some point it became, and you you would know, did they ever air it as episodes? They did. The they broke it into five episodes, of which my estimation prior to it was pretty close. They did a pretty good job of breaking that up. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, they don't give awards for that, but they are giving notoriety for it right now in the show. So I'm sure I saw I'm sure I saw it uh, as as an episode, um, but I never went back to it. But then I did watch it in college, and it must have been with you. I don't know anyone else that would have shown it to me. I feel like it still very much holds up. And I know that's a weird thing because a lot of times it's this slipping into like a childhood nostalgia thing. Like even the actual animated Transformers series does not hold up. And I'm willing to say that I'll watch it for nostalgia and there's very good voice work and stuff, but it's, it's not as engaging or endearing if you try to remove it from the childhood spectacle of it. This film, I don't know. I just, this, 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 this film still has all the weight of what it was to me. Was, was the film Created, produced, written by the same company, same people that did the series. Yeah, the, the the film was actually put into production during the first season of, of the show. It went through different drafts and all, but yeah, it's same voice actors, same continuity. Um, the you know just more money put into it and a bigger scope for it. But um, you know the look of it fits in enough, and that that was the thing. This was a big screen spectacle of this beloved cartoon I, I mean that cartoon the toys very much so but more than the toys i would say the cartoon and the characters on that cartoon were sort of my star wars at that time wow and it does kind of wrap up every aspect of like 80s nostalgia for me it's cartoons it's a movie it's robots it's toys you know it's music it's all wrapped together so it really it is something I can keep going back to, and I do. I, I don't mean to say it again, but I love showing this to people. I mouth along with it. I get chills with the scenes. You know, I it, it, to me, this is similar to the Star Wars movie, similar to a lot of movies. This is an ultimate sharing experience for me. I watched clips of it as recently as last night because it is something that I find comfort in, something that is just such the perfect bow of childhood, but also just holds up as a well-put-together, interesting sci-fi story i think does it stand alone um do you need to know the series to watch it i mean i think you can follow it it's not like it's a complex plot but part of i mean i'm a i don't think i'm the one to answer that because part of the impact for me was how much these characters could mean i mean the movie takes some bold steps it kills off and, the, and again they'll say it was to get rid of the toy line for new toys but they kill off characters you would have been coming to see right in the first four minutes it's a dark movie Hard to see. A lot of it takes place in the vastness of space. No, I mean it's 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 got right. a lot of stakes. What's uh what's the movie you think you've seen the most? Uh, so the one I believe that I've seen the most, um, and, and I think you'll you'll guess it once I tell you the release year. I feel like I'll um, guess it once you tell me the title. That that too. Uh, released in nineteen forty seven. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I, I didn't really think ahead. Okay. Yeah. You want to tell me? Is it Abbott and Costello meet um, <laughs> meet a hilarious fisherman? No, um, it's it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Look, who are you? I told you, George, I'm your guardian angel. Yeah, yeah, I know. You told me that. What else are you? What are you? You a hypnotist? No, of course not. Well, then why am I seeing all these strange things? You're 
Don't you understand, George? It's because you were not born. Well, if I wasn't born, who am I? You're nobody. You have no identity. Oh, what do you mean, no identity? My name's George Bailey. There is no George Bailey. You have no papers, no cards, no driver's license, no 4F card, no insurance policy. They're not there either. What? Zuzu's petals. You've been given a great gift, George. A chance to see what the world would be like without you. Much like you, I've certainly seen it at least once a year um, since, I don't know, I was seven or eight. Um, probably saw it before that. It was probably on when I was younger and just didn't realize Yeah, I mean, I don't it. think we're counting stuff like in the womb or a crib. No, I'm not counting that, but I'm, I'm just saying like when I was four or five, it might have been on. So I was probably in the room. But I'm counting like from my conscious recognition of having seen it. Um, I must have been seven, eight, nine. Um, now, people know it's a wonderful life, right? People know it's a, what would you call it? Um, what would I call it's a wonderful life? Just real quick, just in case someone's like, it's a what now? So you're wanting me to explain what It's a Wonderful Life is because somebody listening to this might not know what It's a Wonderful Life is. is, is I guess I understand it. Is. I guess we could edit that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's a, it's a holiday movie. It was actually released in January after the holidays uh, in 1947. But over the years, and there's been lots of things written about this, um, it uh, played um, – it was public domain for a time. It sort of lost, the rights were lost. It was public domain. And so it played everywhere all the time during the holiday. I would watch it on, you know, WPIX. Um, and then I would change the channel and it would be on my local ABC channel. And the thing about it is there, there were times, especially when I was younger, because it was on television, um, I may have finally caught the beginning and seeing how it opens with the the cards, the credits, the pictures kind of pulling away. And maybe I hadn't noticed that the last time I had seen it or the last couple times I'd seen it. Or maybe I missed uh, something because it was cut out of this particular airing. They cut out him crashing his tree into the car, perhaps, and they just cut to him walking on the bridge. And it's like, then I see... It so he's piloting another... a tree around Bedford Falls? Would say that again? He's piloting a tree around Bedford Falls? Did I say it that way? He he I, runs into a tree. He drives okay. his car into yes, a tree. Yes, that makes sense. I'm not sure how right. I said it. But so there were little things I would I would always when it was on, I would I would watch it because I would keep catching different things that were either edited out of a previous version or I just hadn't seen it because I had gone into the kitchen to get a snack and so I've I've missed that. And so, so that, I was, it was rewarding to repeat. Yeah, it like that every way. viewing was constantly something new and something more and building the story and having a better understanding until eventually I was gifted or purchased. I can't even remember if it was a gift to me or if I bought it myself, but as soon as I could get it on VHS, I got it. I think it was even on a, a two it was one of those two tape movies because it was kind of long. So they put it on two VHS tapes. Now, so um, how old were you when you got it on VHS? I was in high school. I couldn't okay. tell you the age, but I was in high school. Prior to that, did you always just see it on the holidays? Yeah, prior to that, it was just the holidays. Um, but it was multiple times during the holidays. Okay, and that's why the number goes up. Does, that's why the number goes up. And there was an effort to that, to have to find something. I didn't really talk about this because I had the movie on VHS tape, but the, the effort of having to, even though it's on every channel in public domain, 
You can only watch it when it's airing. So to have multiple watches of that, that's a lot of work. Once it came out on VHS, did you watch it other times of the year? I did. Um, Not often, but maybe once or twice a year um, off the holiday season. And then again, at least once during the holiday season, especially after NBC got the rights. uh, And so they would only air it once, maybe twice during the season on, on NBC. Was this something you showed people? Was this important for you to watch with other people? Like what, how was it coming up again and again throughout the year for you to watch? Yeah, it, it never became that kind of movie because it was already ubiquitous, you know, that there wasn't anybody I needed to present it to that hadn't seen it before or hadn't at least been made aware of it. So it never became that kind of movie. It was really, um, for me, it was just something I connected to as a kid um, and continued to to love growing up. And then when um, I moved in with my future wife and then um, as we married and stayed together we had a tradition of watching holiday movies every year and that was always one of them has it ever been on and you've kind of wandered out have you ever gotten bored with it or been like you know what i can skip this like do you ever skip through or walk out on it when it's playing um i mean no not if it's i mean if it's on nbc i might not finish it because I know I've got it and I plan to watch it. We generally would watch it Christmas Eve. So I know it's, I know I'm going to see it that season. Um, but if I've got nothing else to do and it's on, I'm watching that. I'm not going to be like, eh, I'll do something else tonight. Oh, does it work in segments? Can you watch just a little bit? Or does oh, it sure. Really yeah, I know enough cut? of it. You know, I know I've seen it enough times that um, all the moments, like, like I can watch the end scene you know a lot of times for people you need to watch the whole movie to have the emotion build up and everything i can watch that end scene uh where his brother says to george bailey the richest man in town i mean even just me saying that right now gets me welling welling up a little because that's just such a huge fucking moment um and i and it means that much more because you've watched the movie but because i've seen the movie so many times i choke up every time even if i'm just seeing that clip even if i just see a still image of that it can choke me up the thematic aspect of a film you know that that's big that has a celebratory anniversary is part of what makes it happen do you have that for other movies is there another I christmas do, movie yeah okay. i've got other movies that i have to watch because it's that time of year in fact in fact my number 2 is is one of those movies okay yeah, I, my 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 um, viewing volume for these two movies is is really based on the fact that they are traditional uh, seasonal movies for me. And do other things come close? Like when you're thinking about the fact that you've seen this every year, was it hard to decide? Like, are there other movies you do watch every year? Yeah, so that's that's part of where I had to do the countdown. There are a couple others that you've uh, seen Gra- multiple times. Groundhog Day was was in the running. Oh, you um, still watch Groundhog Day a lot? Um. I don't now, but I did then. Um, watch that a lot, and and usually in February. I was gonna say that's the holiday based. Yeah, uh, and then there are several other holiday movies. Um, I had to ask my wife uh, the year that Love Actually was released because she and I watch that uh, seasonally. And I know It's a Wonderful Life is more than just a holiday movie to you, but that triggers to a degree. I look at well, that triggers the repetition of it a little bit or the re- the return to it. Are there movies that you just, you know, like an Empire Strikes Back, like like a The Goonies or something? Is there something that you just do go back to that isn't necessarily locked into because it's tied into the time of year or an event of the year? Uh, yeah, yeah, there are definitely those movies. Um, and they've got high, high repeat viewing numbers. 
Um, but for the the basis of this most watch, they didn't they didn't make the cut, and it's because of the fact that I have seasonal repeat viewing, um, which adds to the volume of of these other other movies. But I know that I watched So I Married uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer repeatedly, and that was one of those movies that I would want to share with people because it was a smaller movie. Not everybody knew it. Not everybody saw it. So if I had an opportunity to watch that with new people, I would always do that. Now, was that in a compacted amount of time? Because that's a movie, 93, I think, that came out right before you got to college. I remember liking that movie. I think I remember watching it with you. Yeah. Was that just a small period where you happened to have it on a lot? Because I have movies like that. There are movies that for a little period of time, yep, they come up a few times in the year. I show them to a couple people. Like Clerks was like that. And yeah. Wayne's World was actually like that. Wayne's World, yeah. Like, do you still watch So I Married an Axe Murderer? Um, yeah, when I have access to it, I, I, I thought I owned it and I was looking for it the other day actually, and, and couldn't find it. But um, it doesn't, I'm surprised here. That's one that you go back to, cause I haven't seen that in years, but that doesn't have the same draw pool or numbers. It's not reaching the same numbers as it's a wonderful life. No. And, it, and again, it's because I don't have a set time of year that I know I'm going to watch it. The ritual of it. Yeah. yeah there's, there's not the ritual of it. Well, can I ask what your second one is? Because I have a guess. Yeah, I have an no, I'm, I'm sure you're be. spot on with your guess. Go for really? it. Really? Yeah. Is it Die Hard 2, Die Harder? No. You're close, man. It's Die Hard. Mr. Mystery Guest. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open a front door for me. No, I'm afraid not. But you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I had to weigh whether or not it outnumbered It's a Wonderful Life, but then I was like, no, it just possibly – it couldn't because I started younger with It's a Wonderful Life. It was on more often. Um, I, I didn't have to make the same efforts uh, with It's a Wonderful Life that I had to with Die Hard, so that's why it's second. But do you watch that outside of the Christmas season? Oh, yes. You do. So that number is hard to come – I was going to say because otherwise you could realistically calculate yeah, I could that say number is 32. 32 or – I wrote down – I wrote down – 50 to 60 for Die Hard and, and probably 70 to 90 uh, for It's a Wonderful Life. Now, is it the seasonal thing again, though? I mean, It's the seasonal thing for sure. The seasonal thing added the volume. It's it's really – there are only a few movies that I can say I've watched this at least once a year since, you know, 1997. But the choices you're making, like is Die Hard your favorite action movie? Uh, Yeah, I would have to say yes. Is It's a Wonderful Life your favorite romantic comedy? Um, no. Would you categorize it? Maybe it's not categorized as that. Like, yeah. What I, I don't type know of movie is that? that Although it is a, a romance, for sure. And hilarious. That kid goes down on that sled. Pretty funny. <laughs> what, well, what would you call, what kind of movie would you call that? I, maybe it's not even a comedy. It's a... Um, a, It's a Wonderful Life is yeah. maybe a fantasy drama. Is it your favorite fantasy drama? I would say so. Okay. Maybe not. If I really were to sit down and, and think about it, I might be able to find another one. 
I mean, these things are traditional, I guess. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't look at Transformers the movie as a tradition for me. It's not like every year at this time I need to watch well, it. Well, Die like, Hard I didn't own... start out as a tradition. It did not. No, Die Hard was just fucking great. And so you want to watch it as often as possible. And it was one of the early um, movies I owned. And it just so happened that my mother also loved Die Hard. So someone and, else kind of wanted and, it on. Yeah, and so if there was... A night, and we were all home, and nobody knew what they wanted to do. We'd watch Die Hard. Okay, and Die Hard's a great action movie. Batman's a great action movie. Sure, and I watched that a lot. That my brother, that was the one of the early VHS tapes my brother purchased was Batman. So we watched that a lot too. But I just, I guess we were having different approaches because, like, if to take away the seasonal aspect of these things, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that they're your favorites that happen to be Christmas movies, or are they favorites because of that? Like tradition changes how we feel something, the expectation of something, a good expectation, by the way, and of, of something we want and something to achieve makes that thing special. That's part of its charm inherently without that you know like a dinner with the family a, a christmas dinner with the family sadly those are two different things mm. you know you've seen these movies the most and do you trust that because there there is just there is the expectation of tradition tied into that like i would have thought one of your movies die hard was what i was thinking but a movie that i i, I know you like is out of sight sure and that was 1999 so oh was it? it yeah i believe it was so that that could have made the cut that is a movie you've seen a lot, right? Oh, I've seen that a lot. I watched it just like three or four weeks ago, too. Have you seen it this century more than you've seen Die Hard? Have I seen, like, just overall? Or, or are you saying from, from 2000 no, to now? I mean, I guess since now, you started seeing it, like, you watch saying, Out of Sight every year? Um, I don't think I've seen it every year. <laughs> you've seen it more than once in a year. Like, is, would you say that's the maybe your third most watched film? Um, third or fourth. Like I said, Soy Married and Axe Murder is, is up there. Is Die Hard a better movie than Out of Sight? Is Die Hard a better movie than Out of Sight? Well, they're different types of movies, so that, that makes it difficult. But um, if, I, if I say, hey, Bob, it's movie night. Let's watch a classic that we both enjoy. And I mm-hmm. open the cabinet and the VHS tapes we have to choose from are Die Hard, Out of Sight, and Follow That Bird. Like, what do you choose? <laughs> um well, if it's you and I, uh, shit, I might watch Die Hard uh, out of those three. But it would change with someone else. Uh, it might, because if they haven't seen Out of Sight, I'd want them to see Out of Sight. I was going to say, if they haven't seen any of those three, Die Hard, Out of Sight, or Follow That Bird, what's the one you're like, you've got to see? I'd probably want them to see Out of Sight. Oh. Yeah. Better movie? I guess it's because it's a better movie. Maybe. Uh, it's Or more maybe because it's just more modern. Maybe I... I and maybe I you know cuz I I probably shouldn't do this but if they haven't seen the movie and I'm going to introduce them to the movie I want them to think something of me based on the movie that they're, that they're watching so maybe that's why I'm leaning towards out of sight cuz it's a bit of a a smarter movie I guess if that's why you're doing it though you would almost think wouldn't that be the one you would be more opt off more often to show more often to see but it's not the ones uh, well, that people identify with you. Because I have to say, I, It's a Wonderful Life is identified with you. That's kind of your movie. And Die Hard, you were, as much as I, and I've said this before, I hate the whole, everyone's favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard bullshit that people say. But you were the first person to introduce that to me. So I think it's sincere. <laughs> and your love of Die Hard, because I feel like it's become the go-to, and maybe because so many people like it. But it's been on Friends. It's been on plenty of other sitcoms and movies. It's the go-to, like, this is, I know it's an action movie, but it's also this. 
Bling, rim shot. But for you, it is an actual, it's not a comical character trait. It's a real aspect of you. And you were the first person to make that, make me see that. You're welcome, Tim. Well, I mean, I don't watch it that much. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. But um, but I, I guess what I'm wondering is like those movies I feel are, other people see them as, as you, I would think. Hmm. I see Out of Sight because you had the poster up and yeah. because you watched it a lot. But it doesn't have, like, I don't, th- I'm trying to think of, like, what other mo- what movies do I have a tradition of? And I, you know, like, I have the tradition of if a new Star Wars movie is coming out, I'll watch at least the two that came before it. I have that tradition. So, in that sense, I'm always guaranteed to see a Star Wars movie. But there isn't, like, Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say Nightmare. Love. Yeah. I love that movie, but I actually haven't watched that movie in a couple of years. Oh, no? It's, which is odd. I haven't just haven't put it on. Batman Returns, same thing. There's been a few years where I haven't seen it. And those are movies that, I would be drawn to in the holidays, but there are also movies I'd watch throughout the year. Batman Returns maybe more so, but Nightmare Before Christmas when it first came to VHS, I watched that a lot because I just loved yeah, the, the I craft. Think you and I watched it every other week. It felt like really okay. So that was something that was very pertinent for a while, and not just because of the holidays. I don't think I have, even though I'm saying I make it a point to watch Transformers the movie every year. It's it's it might be more or less. It's at least once a year because of how much I watch it. I don't think I have something that's assigned to. Up the it's the it's the annual screening of Close Encounters, you know. Even the other movie that I have, which is the other movie I think I've seen the most, I haven't watched it since 2017. When when I watched it for this show, the last time I watched it, um, the 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 other movie that I've seen the most after Transformers the movie is the 1991 uh, Steve Martin comedy L.A. Story. Hello. Hello. You're on time. Actually, I'm late. You're exactly on time. But I had planned to be early. Huh? Ow, ow, hey, stop. Don't, don't, stop, stop. Let me pose, at least. <laughs> oh, listen. Um, I had this idea. You know, rather than do an interview with... Hang on. Uh, rather than do an interview with me, you know, which would be fascinating, by the way, because of the, you know, interesting word usements I structure, you know, I thought that uh, I'd show you around town a little bit, you know, a few kind of secret places, and a kind of a cultural tour of L.A., that's the first 15 minutes, then what? All right, a cynic. First stop is six blocks from here. Why don't we walk? Walk? <laughs> a walk in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> this movie taught me so much about writing. You know, at the time, I was writing a lot more back then, you know, and it taught me how to kind of write screenplays and comedies and romances. It gave me a clouded sense of romance. Mm, yeah. It taught me how to... You know, similar to Anything But Love, similar to Richard Lewis and Eventually Friends, it gave me a template of how to act. And that's not a good template, but this was a, this was one of the first films I felt really defined me and also represented me. So I think this was one of the reasons I saw this so much is whenever there was someone I was interested in or someone I was getting close to, I would play this. Not, you know, not saying, hey, this movie's me, but as a way of like, they'll see this and they'll get to know me. So this was a movie I thought was kind of the uh, Rosetta Stone to me. So I just watched it a lot. Did you did you share it with with anyone besides females? I was thinking about that. I not intentionally. I mean, I think think you shared it with me. Like I had was that you shared it with me. I did. Now, when I shared it, I say. Did I just put it on or did I play it up like this is one of my favorite movies? Like, when did we watch it? God, I can't. I think it was after college. We didn't really watch too many. I mean, I remember when we roomed with Joe and Chris, they had the laser displayer. I don't know if we watched it then. Um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, you're right. Because I don't, I think, I think it was, 
you knew who I, you were my friend. You already knew who I was. I think it was when it was, you know, it's a romantic comedy. So it's someone who I'm romantically interested in. I guess I'll show it to you. Like it had a shorthand purpose that I guess I was really desperate to reach out to people with. And that's why I kept, kept screening it, but I don't. And you would, you would show them that and, and not Transformers. You wanted them to know your LA story persona and not your Transformers persona. I don't think I thought of Transformers as my persona. I mean, I'm sure they knew I liked Transformers. I mean, I still talked about it. It was on the shelf and we probably would watch it, but it wasn't, Transformers isn't a date movie Got in it. my mind. Transformers <laughs> isn't the movie where you're going to get to know me. Transformers is the movie I want to share. It's like, you got to see this. It's great. But you're not going to figure me out from that. It would be the second movie you show someone you're just getting to know. I was probably sadly chasing Amy for a while, which I'm glad mm. it's not now. But but like in a lot of ways, Transformers movie probably says more about who I was, has more elements of who I was. L.A. Story, though, it really was this important representation, which is this period of time where I probably was trying to figure myself out. Like returning to this movie, there was a feel to it. There was a world to it. There was a way of talking to it. There, there was a sensation that I was trying to emulate. So it was a packaged way of things working out. Yeah. But it was cast with different actors and it was fictional, but I could live that. And I think I did that with sitcoms. I did that with multiple things for a while and I don't anymore. And I'm just fascinated because it doesn't have the tradition of what you're like, I guess maybe if I was single and seeing people all the time, we'd be watching it. But I don't know. I mean, do you watch movies anymore? Are you prone to sit down and watch a movie? I know you have. It's important probably to have these traditions. Like, it's Christmas. We have to watch Die Hard. We have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Are you watching movies otherwise? Um, Not really. I mean, life has changed so much. I think we've talked about this before. I mean, my kids, and I don't know if you end up cutting out what we tangent uh, from earlier, um, my kids only watch a particular type of movie. They don't like to try new things. And so as much as I want to sit down and watch movies with my with my girls, it doesn't happen. And so I'm not watching movies as much. And then when my wife and I have a free moment and it's time to watch a movie, um, either it's too late to start one or we can't decide what we want. We're not really in the mood to focus and try something new. So we just watch, you know, an old episode of something that we're familiar with. From what you're saying, and I have a version of it, I don't have kids, but I do have a version of it's... You know, the time to watch movies is less. It's reduced. Um, So it's almost weird that you, you know, if you have a time of year where you're making it the same movie, if it's always going to be the same movie, it's always going to be It's a Wonderful Life. Like, for me, I'll watch big action movies again. Like, if a Star Wars or Marvel movie is coming out, I, I make a little marathon of something. So I'll see those. Yeah. But it's very hard to invest in a new movie. So I know there'll never be a movie that I've seen as much as I've seen these other movies. Right. There'll never be a movie I see more than twice, maybe in the theater, which I, I've done for like the most recent Avenger movies. I saw them twice, but like I, I saw the X Files like seven times in the theater. I saw Chasing Amy five times. Like I used to go to movies multiple times, even in the theater. So I don't repeat it in that medium anymore. But I've also lost the not the joy, but like I don't rewatch films as much as I used to. Mm. I'll, and maybe we can wrap up with this. Like, I'll continue rewatching Transformers the movie. I, I'll, I'll watch it again this year, probably. L.A. Story, I'm sure I'm going to watch it again, but I don't... I mean, more years could pass. I'm not... Even though I built up those numbers, I'm not going to head back to it. Yeah. And nothing... Nothing's going to trumpet. I'm sorry, Jesus. Nothing's going to oust it. Nothing's going to beat that number, because I'm, I'm just not repeating stuff anymore. Right. Would you be able to go a year without Die Hard... 
I would, yeah. I could go a year without Die Hard. I could go a year without It's a Wonderful Life. And oh, you could? I could. But I didn't think A Wonderful Life would be something you necessarily could. I mean, I could because I'm a grown man and I understand <laughs> that it doesn't affect me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've, it's difficult because we, my wife and I, we rotate, I think, four movies around the holiday that we always want to see. It's these two, uh, Love Actually and The Family Stone. <laughs> <laughs> on those last two the family stone have you seen the family stone no i must be thinking of the wrong movie yeah no. that's um uh craig t nelson and uh shit i can't think of her name the woody allen actress mia uh, farrow no 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 not diane keaton diane keaton um and rachel mcadams is in it and uh so i want to say you lost me at craig t nelson and that's how do i lose you i craig- started with craig t nelson so i wouldn't lose you <laughs> You lost me with a coach and continued through the first wives club. Oh man! And didn't win me back with whatever <laughs> Rachel McAdams movie is where she's in France. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know the name of. But it. no, it's a great. It's a family comedy drama, uh, romance. It's great. Um, I I recommend it. Um, but there are times where we because that's a newer movie, uh, we'll watch that one. And I'll, I'll, I have over time made sure to squeeze in my Die Hard and It's a Wonderful Life, and and I've started watching It's a Wonderful Life with the girls. They've seen it the last couple of years. Um, it, the, the others would be like uh, nighttime wrapping gifts movies. Um, tradition but, again, yeah. they're tradition. So if it if it turned out one year I don't watch Die Hard because it's too violent for the girls, and we just haven't found time to squeeze it in. So be it, but I'm sure I'd watch it the following week. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have to fall on. But that, that, that's what you're saying. Like, um, you still need could to I see go it. a that's year? Yeah, saying. I still feel like I do need to watch it once a year. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, that's why they resonate, I guess. It must be more than just a tradition. Obviously, there's more to it. I just, it's interesting as I get older, you know, the pop culture doesn't recede. If anything, it, it reevaluates its, or re, uh, is it, it re, you know just reinforces itself like mm. i you know i'm still surrounded by a lot of the same things and and they bring comfort but they there is also a practical and a psychological and a sociological there's whatever there's there's meaning and purpose to it yeah and i do continue getting that from transformers the movie i don't think i get that from la story anymore i still enjoy it it's a nice walk down memory lane it's it just it fell in the right part of my life to be repeated on a day-to-day basis would you would you say tim if you don't mind me um, making this segue would you say that maybe you've seen la story enough hmm no cuz i could still see it again okay but why 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 ask that because we've got a part two. <laughs> That's right. You can take it from here. I'll put some music under you. It'll be very thrilling. So what we are you got, talking about? We've talked about the, the movies that we've seen the most and that we continue to, to want to watch. Um, but there is also that aspect of movies that we've seen enough. That yes. we've watched them a lot. And maybe we don't need to see them again. And that's next week, or two weeks. Well, that's in two weeks, two people. Weeks. That's right. So yeah, come back. Come back in two weeks to... 
20th Century Pop, this show, the show that you can listen to, you listen to now. I wonder what's going to happen next time. You can listen to it then too. And you can listen to it by going to nahpods.com, N-A-H-Pods.com. That's the Nada Holograms website. The most recent episode is always there, along with links to all of our past episodes. You can also subscribe to the show there so you never miss, miss an episode of the show. You can follow 20th Century Pop at 20popcast, both on Twitter and Instagram. And if you do visit the Nada Holograms webpage, if you're interested, I do have a couple other shows up there right now, Menage Out Pop. And hopefully, if things go well, the Inexplicable Book Club will both have episodes up this week. So you can check those things out too. Bob, I'm so thrilled for two weeks. But prior to those two weeks, is there a way that you want people to know who you are to keep you in mind from now till then? It's a very strange way of presenting that. <laughs> but... <laughs> You yeah, say strange, I'd say like maybe not very good. If people want to keep me in their thoughts, they can go to uh, Twitter at, at RH Canning. Uh, see, us, see me there. Um, they want to keep you in their feed. <laughs> yeah, keep me. Uh, follow me. Do that. Because I am so active on Twitter. I will become more active if I have more followers. So follow me on Twitter and, and encourage me to post. Um, yes, help them sell out, everybody. That's, I that's what that see. sounded like. This is really <laughs> easy. only commercial, but okay. <laughs> this is really easy for folks. Um, go to uh, 20th Century Podcast on Twitter and share with us your most watched movies. I'd like to know, are they traditional or are they just so good that you have to watch them as often as possible? Share those those lists with us um, and, and then start thinking about your the movies that you've seen uh, enough and we'll talk about those in two weeks and we'll get those lists as well sounds good and that's 20 popcast I don't know if you what said that it's at 20 popcast not uh, I think you might have said 20th century popcast I might have done that but and no one's going to do it so at the end it doesn't really matter <laughs> but for the consistency of what's in the show notes it's 20 popcast thanks for clarifying You know how you know how everybody doesn't have doesn't watch TV, but they do. He doesn't have a computer, but he has a phone. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I don't watch TV. Well, did, did you watch Arliss, right? Yeah, watch Arliss. Sure. <laughs> well, that's TV. No, I, I'm streaming it. I binge it. I no, watch all that's the HBO. Arliss. That's that's still garbage. I mean, yeah. sorry, <laughs> that's still watching TV. I had to let my opinion on Arliss slip out. Did you ever watch Arliss? No, I didn't have HBO when Arliss was a thing. I didn't either, but I somehow know it's awful. Like I, I don't. I just have the image of the promotional images of a really overly smiling Robert Wool. Wasn't there like some sketches on like I don't know, Mad TV or something that mm-hmm. mocked it or SNL? Maybe it was on for forty-eight years. It has a very <laughs> long run, almost as long as Dream On. Dream On. Did you watch that ah. with Brian Ben Ben? I would watch it when we would have the uh, the free HBO weekends because there was nudity. Oh, was that on HBO? I must have seen edited versions on Fox when they ran it. Oh, yeah. No, I think it was an HBO thing. It started on HBO. Years later, that actor, Brian Ben-Ben, had a sitcom, at least a pilot, because I recently saw the opening credits on YouTube, called The Brian Ben-Ben Show. Wow. Yeah. Look he that up. made it. What was that? He had made it. I think he made it with Dream On. That was a big deal. 
Yeah, it wasn't just Joey. It was Brian Ben Ben Show. Who's because Joey was just his first name, but that wasn't even the actor's name. So I don't. Was that the character's name? Because I'm going to say the same people created Friends, so maybe that was a reference to the spinoff Joey. I think of Matt LeBlanc as Joey. I I don't think of him as a as a real human. He's the yeah. Matt LeBlanc doesn't play Brian Ben Ben. Nobody could. No, I was just saying as an example. Never mind. Oh, he had his own show. It was called Joey. He had his first and last name used. His name is Episodes. Whereas, <laughs> Episodes of LeBlanc. Is that? Whereas Joey was just Joey, but that's also not the actor's name. I didn't. I couldn't think fast enough of a show that was just the first name of, of a real person. Roseanne. I should have gone with Roseanne. No, that's one. Sure. That's There we go. The Bob Newhart Show. See, that, that's where Brian Benben got. Brian Benben got to Bob Newhart territory. The Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. The Mary Tyler Moore show. I could do this for a while. Do you know, see, that, that's what I'm saying. That's how good he was. Those names, those shows are classics. The yes. Whereas Joey wasn't such a classic, but it also wasn't the actor's name. So it doesn't, it doesn't work. Do you remember the opening theme to Joey? I, I watched one episode of Joey, so no, I don't. What? Remember. You only watched one episode of Joey? I did. I didn't care for it. And I also was working in the uh, evening when it was on, and I didn't okay. uh, have a TiVo at the time. I Actually, I did have a TiVo at the time, but I didn't feel like I needed to record it. Okay. Well, you we should look up that theme song one of these days. Or look up All Star. I don't have to look up All Star. Do you have it? I don't have you it. But it? You don't own it. How Do you, do you own yeah. uh, Third Eye Blind? I have no Third Eye Blind. I have two copies, both of which were given to me by two different people of huh. the album that has uh, Semi-Charmed Life on it. Nice. One of them was kind of a joke gift from a friend who knew I wasn't, at the time, huge into the song. The other was a very serious gift from a customer at a coffee shop in 2005. It was like, this album's great. changed my life. And I looked at it. Wait, in 2005 he gave it to you? Yes. Okay. Wasn't or that four, like 97, 98? Oh. Yeah. No, no. It, it, that, that is when it came out. It was an older album. It had changed his life previously, not that day. But still, but when he said, "Here's an like he I, he liked the replacements." It was a much older guy. Um, ah. and he, I would play replacements, and he he liked that. So he said, "I'm gonna bring some CDs and friends." Like you don't have to do that. He brought a modest <laughs> mouse CD in, which was fine. It's nice. Something else, but then the one that changed his life. And and as he handed it to me, and I saw it coming to my hands. I actually had to hold back <laughs> from saying, "That's not good." Like that was my. <laughs> That's not even clever, but that was going to be my response. But oh I took it. So I had two copies of it, <gasps> one of which has this guy's name written on it because he wrote his name on the CDs, and the other one uh, didn't. How? Turns out I like Semi Charmed Life, but I don't know the rest of it. Yeah, there's Semi Charmed Life. There's that. Um, uh, wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. That song? That's a I decent don't song. Know, but I bet I would have thought, no, go I, ahead. I actually enjoy the. the Singles that I heard from that album, which is um, those two songs, I think. Which I think might have been there might have been a third one, but I haven't heard the rest of the album, so I don't know how good or bad it is. But I have that reaction too. There are people that I've known who will post something about like this movie. I wish I had an example, but they'd be like, "Oh, greatest movie ever!" And it's like, I don't know, that Molly Cyrus um, last song movie or something. Smiley. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. What did I say? Molly Cyrus. Did I? That's, That's my what I accent. heard. That's my accent. 
But it's like these aren't no it's those are Hannah aren't, Hannah Cyrus. Those aren't the best movies. I don't understand why you're saying that's the best. It might be fine, but that's Maybe. not. It'll never be on a 100 greatest films of all time list. Yeah, but who makes those lists? Uh, well, AMC, IMDb, I all the big letters do it. Yeah, but still. No, it's true. There, are, there's some things that I perceive as crap that the world loves. I don't quite get it. Um, Maybe we can talk to... about a certain band and what the world thinks of this band. Third Eye. Oh, the yeah, this one that makes this more one. sense. Yeah. All right. But Just, then, I don't want you to get. Sorry. You don't want me to what? I don't want you to be up too late. I know we started late. I'm going to be fine. Okay. I don't have to get up until next All Tuesday. Right. And that's okay. only to place an order for something. Okay. But you might have stuff to do. Um, no, not really. No, you are no, no. I mean, okay. the girls. You will also be going may to not want soon. to do this for too long, which I understand too. No, Even I mean, not, should, I'm it, not it, a lot of fun right now. I get it. It should I be it. fine. My wife is done with her project, so she doesn't need mm-hmm. this computer. So I should be fine to Some take as long as we a big need. Project, Project X. Are you gone? No, I'm still here. Okay, you just didn't want to talk about that monkey movie? I was waiting for you to swallow. Oh, is that that loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't move away from the mic, but I guess I... Can you hear me unscrewing this obnoxious top to my I water can. bottle? Yes. You can? Oh. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah.